Iron Jungle podcast is raw, it's real, it has zero gimmicks, zero bullshit, and absolutely zero fucks to give. Welcome to the Iron Jungle. This is real, no bullshit, no holds barred, wide fucking open podcast. We've been at this far too long to be fucking around. This is the jungle. Where anything goes, no holds barred. We're going to be talking about the real shit. How to succeed in a world where you have goals, but there's so much misinformation and bullshit trying to sell you something. This is the informative podcast. And there's no holds barred in the jungle. The question is, are you ready? Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the iron jungle. Let's go. Welcome back inside the jungle, the Iron Jungle, the Vanilla Gorilla, Drew Peters, the American Lion, Ryan Buckeye. Dude, we have gotten phenomenal feedback so far on this podcast. People are loving the topics, and people are going to love the topic today. That's a topic that you are very vocal about, but it's a topic that we kind of hit on a little bit maybe in a previous episode when we talked about to why or why not to compete. And this is this is an interesting topic because, Drew, you being a competitor, I know when you first stepped on stage for the first time, I guarantee you probably maybe lost some friends that were close to you because they didn't understand the lifestyle that you were living and they were being very toxic to you. So you do what you do best. You told them to fuck off and you did exactly what you wanted to do. <laughs> Let's go down the rabbit hole with that one. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure my my alienating of people for my general dislike of many started well before I competed. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> but let's be real. You have to – it kicks off perfectly. And here's your soundbite for the day. Sometimes you have to cut negative fucking people out of your life. Right. That could be friends. It could be people in your circle. Some people you have to be stuck with if you work with them. And sometimes you can be certain members of your family. And I know that's cold. I know that's harsh. I know it's reality. But at the end of the day, if someone's toxic around you, it's going to seep into your personality. It's going to seep into your goals. And it is going to hold you back. Right. Starting out, number one, I'm seeing this a lot around the fitness informant in a positive way. There's no toxicity. Everybody in there right now is super motivated. This is a perfect time to kick this off. The Transformation Challenge has been an amazing hit. I'm mind blown with all the new people in there. Right. The positive vibes, everybody wants to help. But keep in mind there's always going to be some naysayers. Yeah, I mean, toxic motherfuckers, I think, is the words that you use directly on your IG story. And it's and these are people in the digital world that mean nothing to you. So those on a Facebook group, fuck them. Right. It's easy to say, fuck those people, not talk to them. What's difficult, though, is to look maybe a parent in the face who doesn't understand what you're trying to accomplish or what you're trying to do and either have that come to Jesus talk with them or you literally just have to cut them out, which is something that it's easier said than done. Because I'm telling you, Drew, if I had looked my mom in the eye and, and have to cut her out because she's being very toxic, that's not an easy thing to do. And even a best friend or somebody who doesn't understand or this. But you, you, you made a good point one time. You said that. The people you surround yourself with, the five people you surround yourself with, are going to be basically going to influence exactly how you are going to be. So who do you want to be and what do you want to be? And if people in your circle are not promoting that type of lifestyle, then you got to say fuck them and you got to move on. And that's exactly it, brother. I mean I'm not telling you to read inventory your whole fucking life. I mean some of you, let's be real, I mean, a swift kick in the ass and this isn't like once again the fuzzy fucking gloves podcast. This is reality. And we're not here to be a fucking life coaches. This mm-hmm. is directly related to fitness. It all stems from that. The big reason people work out for self-confidence, <clears throat> self-improvement, and a big part of that, it does start with, say, your fitness goals. Whether you want to compete, whether you're overweight and you just want to improve your body for longevity, 
the thing is too, you're always going to have obstacles. You're always going to have naysayers. You're always going to have people that are going to be bringing you down. Right. And the first thing I want to bring up point wise here, and this isn't to be a fucking reality check to some of you, or there may be a shock. Sometimes toxicity doesn't come in the form of fucking just hateful, negative comments. Toxicity can be something sneaky. And think of it this way. I compare it to like a powder keg, right? Mm -hmm. You think everybody think like a big bomb, something blows up, boom. But over time, say this little piece of like this little piece of TNT, another little piece of TNT, another little piece of TNT. And eventually, before you know it, you have all these little pieces of this fucking bomb ready to blow up. And that one thing, negativity-wise, can be a thing that sets it off and makes it all cascading down. I'm not saying you're going to have a fucking meltdown, but over time, I think the thing I've recognized personally in my life is that sometimes you don't realize the negativity in your life until you've cut it out. Mm-hmm. You cut out – the other way I put it, you cut out the fucking cancer because toxicity, once it's in, it could continue to get a harder and harder grasp, see deeper and deeper and deeper. And like I said, it's not just in fitness. It's in your overall – life we're here to help you with fitness but we're also here to talk about fucking life lessons learned from fitness everything i do happens to be in a circle so that's where i'm speaking from same with you but we're going to touch a few things cool to to peel back the onion a little bit yeah and a good point too i mean we talk about overall fitness goals let's take diet for example if you decide to go on a a strict certain diet people will to your point and you've mentioned this like kind of giggle at it at first and laugh at it and they don't fully understand really what you're doing but then as you move in deeper into that diet, into that lifestyle, specifically competing, that's where I see it more than anything. Like I've been to weddings before where there have been competitors at the table that won't eat the food that everybody else eats. They're, they're eating out of a baggie. They're bringing your own. And people consistently, close people to these people, are making fun of them for that because they don't understand the lifestyle. And I've got numerous friends who have told me, too, like I've lost so many friends because of a decision to compete because they were unsupportive. They were toxic. They were negative towards what I'm doing. And especially when you go through a prep, which is a, which is a topic of conversation we've already talked about on this podcast that a lot of people loved, you can't afford to have toxicity in your life. Like you you got to cut that shit out. If you, the goal is to step on stage, be stage ready, and to bring your A game. You can't bring your A game if you have negativity and toxicity surrounding you while you're trying to get there because it's, it's not feeling you to be better. It's fucking bringing you down. And I don't understand why anybody in any aspect of life, whether it be competing or in their career – has time to deal with that because why would anybody want a downer in their fucking circle? It makes zero sense to me. And that's 100% it. I'm going to be real with you too. And this isn't directed at – obviously I have many clients. Many of them are on Fitness Informant. Right. And this is a lesson for them if they're listening or anybody out there. Trust me. I, I was there at one point. Before you get to like a certain point, and this isn't to blow yourself up or myself up, whatever, people realize, oh shit, he's a bodybuilder. It's well known. People like this, I don't even notice shit like that. But even myself, when I started out, you get to college, you have your own choice of free eating, so on and so forth, and whatever, you get in the fitness lifestyle. Right. A fairly healthy growing up. I was a fat kid when I was really young, but then mm-hmm. I got older, you know, okay, now I'm the athlete, da da da. But trust me, I know exactly that struggle. When you get there and you stop, eating the shit everybody else is eating whether it be pizza whether it be soda cookies just randomly eating you start eating like only you know chicken and white rice and salad so on and so forth you don't partake in drinking people are gonna fucking say something yeah okay mr healthy here mr personal trainer here mr perfect here you're like fuck just leave me alone like what am i doing to you yeah and this is gonna be the zing for you because i look at this as a different way people if you're sacrificing in your mind, oh, I'm giving all this up. You know, that's not a healthy mindset. You should think, you know what? I'm I'm working toward my goal rather than I'm giving this up. Mm-hmm. Because the thing, if you only are focusing on the obligation and not the opportunity right. to improve yourself, that's the problem. 
So with that being said, and this is stuck with a lot of people have said this too. People like, you know, they're intrigued by prep, especially like, how long is your prep for? I'm like, oh, about 24 weeks. Wow, oh my God, when's the last time you had pizza? And it's like this life shock. And yeah. they're like, wow. Like, and I'm like thinking like, oh my God, you having a pizza in that long and that long? And I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I guess I don't really miss pizza that much. And I fucking feel sad for you that your happiness in life is measured on how many slices of pizza you fucking eat. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm missing out. No. It is, you know what, what's worse than that is alcohol. Alcohol is the biggest thing, right? I mean, pizza's great. Cool. That's fine. But, like, if you don't drink, something's wrong with you. What, what the fuck do you mean something's wrong with me? You know how much money I save by not drinking? You know how much better I feel and look? I don't have hangovers. I don't, get, I don't drive drunk. I'm not making stupid fucking decisions. I'm not, I'm not sending dumbass text messages. What do you mean there's something wrong with me? And I get like, it's even like I'm on this eight week prep right now with the challenge that we're doing. I don't touch alcohol. I had softball tonight. The entire team's drinking alcohol. I'm not touching a drop of it. And even my team's like, they don't understand it. Right. And, and, and they get it. They understand it's, it's like my career, my lifestyle, but like they still make those little jabs and they still make those little comments and stuff. And to me, it's like, eh, they're funny maybe for the first go around, but consistently over and over again now you're just being a fucking dick and now you're being an asshole and i don't need that shit around me but i think that alcohol is the biggest thing because so many people enjoy drinking listen i've had great times drinking in my life loved it fun it's not that important to me anymore i'm 32 years old i don't fucking need to drink every day that ends with why so because i choose not to drink you're going to judge me like what what the i mean you probably deal with that quite a bit in the fitness world what's interesting is like we go to these expos and and we're very healthy, right? But like then everybody meets at the bar and everybody's chugging tequila and vodka and stuff. And like it, it's fun. It's a great time. But they also – if you and I are at the bar with, with a handful of other sales reps from a company or something and we're not drinking, they – for the most part in my, in my experience, they understand it. They don't give you a hard time for not drinking. They totally understand it. But any other realm of the world, they just – they think it's fucking taboo not to drink, which to me, it's taboo to judge somebody for not drinking. I don't get it. And that's where I'm going to make the hard, hard, hard point for everybody here listening. The whole fucking point of this. So trust me, there is a point. It's exactly this. If you have something in mind that you want to do, then fucking do it. Because mm-hmm. people may poke at it. They may like, wow, you're still doing that. Wow, you're still doing that. Oh my God, you're still eating that. You're still not drinking. You're still doing this. Da, da, da. Trust me, I've been at this for a long time, competing in bodybuilding. I started my first prep in November 2014. But even before that was fitness. People stop fucking saying shit mm-hmm. because they're so like used to it. They're like, oh, that's Drew. He doesn't do that. No, no. It's like they just accept it. Like, oh, that's just who he is. Cool. They don't notice it. Right. It's interesting. The longer you ride that out, the less people say shit. People now, I guess, you know, like I look like a bodybuilder. People look at me like, oh, that makes sense. He's eating chicken and rice. Oh, he's a bodybuilder. Like in their heads. OK, they don't understand it fully, but they're like, OK, that I get it. Right. An interesting segue here. And hey, roast all you want. It's like it's weird um, to some. <laughs> Where I remember in fitness and hey, whatever with the topic, I remember the first fucking time, you know, I had friends in fitness. This is way back in probably like 2009. The first time, you know, I shaved my legs. And everybody, mm-hmm. you just yeah. feel so self conscious. You're like, fuck, okay, I know people shave legs. You know, people are gonna like, people are gonna notice. And they're like, oh, well, you shave your legs. It's funny because at first you're like, people, did you shave your legs? And you're like, yeah. They're like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I wanted to, I guess. And then now it's at the point where people do you, sh- do you shave your legs. I'm like, uh, yeah. Like why? I'm like, cause I fucking like it. I like having smooth skin. You fucking ape. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a vanilla gorilla, but I'm not a hairy gorilla. That, that is a, me. that is a good one because like, even when I shave my legs for the first time for wrestling too, when I used to wrestle, it's like people would be like, you're a guy. 
You're supposed to have body hair. Well, I mean, who says that? Who, who made the fucking rule that said I need to have body hair on my body? But it gets to the point, you're right. The, those that you decide to keep within your circle, they understand it. So at a point, they're like, oh, that's true. That's Ryan. They don't do that. But the people that consistently don't understand, the people that consistently give you a hard time are the people you need to take a hard look at and, and think to yourself, like, are they that important to you in your life? Do you need them? Is their negativity worth the bullshit? That, I mean, is it worth it? And nine times out of ten, if not more, it's no. You don't need it. If they're unwilling to understand who you are as a person, understand your passions, understand your goals and what you're trying to accomplish, then fuck them. You don't need them. You need people that are going to be surround you, that's going to support you, motivate you, inspire you to be the best goddamn person that you can be. Why, why surround yourself with any sort of toxic environment? It, it, to me, it doesn't make sense. So I guess the point here that Drew and I are trying to make, like, after you listen to this podcast, maybe take a look at your inner circle of friends. Like, are they really, truly your friends? Do they really, really get you and support you? And if you're competing and getting ready for the, this is, this is awesome to think about this. If you're getting ready to step on stage, this is really where you need to look at it and rid yourself of that shit because it's, you don't need anything else that's going to take a mental fuck on you. You don't need anything else that's going to bring you down. And even if you're not competing, it's just life in general. Cut that shit out. You don't need it at all. And now, not once again, this is not a fucking life advice podcast. I'm just talking from experience. I'm talking real shit. Ryan's losing this shit over here like, oh, fucking real liberalism. I'll speak on a personal note to this. Toxic people inhibit growth. It's like fucking antimicrobial growth, even though it's fucking toxic. That's like right. a fucking whatever of the day. Realize this. At one point in my life, if you rewind about five years, five and a half, almost six years ago, I was with somebody, long-term relationship. She's like, oh, how, how can you keep getting bigger? And I'm not even that fucking big then. I was like 190 pounds, and I wasn't even that lean. And 60 pounds fucking later, that went in a completely different direction. Like, I kind of look at my ears pierced. That's fucking gay. I mean, why are you such a fucking homophobe, too? Like, what? what's? Like, okay. Judge much, too. Like, oh, I don't. I like a boyfriend with clean skin. 70 hours of ink later, fuck you. Mm-hmm. The thing is, too, if you cut negativity and toxic people out of your life no matter who they are you really truly grow you look back on that and like you know what fuck i wasn't happy i was with a horrible person now once again this isn't a personal attack if they happen to listen i doubt they will I'll probably block that everything fuck yeah them. you're right but they're not up being toxic doesn't make somebody a bad person don't get that wrong they can right. be a good person at heart but they may not realize the negativity that they bring to other person or maybe that they just are compatible with somebody so my point of all that is whoever you choose to surround yourself with, whether that be somebody supports you um, from your relationship. I'm blessed in that aspect with somebody that also is into fitness and very like-minded. Couldn't ask for a better person. Or your family. I mean, they may not get it. You're kind of stuck with them. But definitely your circle of friends, your acquaintances. If you have like-minded people, whether that be for business, fitness, sports, beliefs, even politics – you're going to have a better outcome if you have the like-minded same goal and that same support system. Right. And I think, too, it's very important to note that people who are toxic in your world or in your environment, it's not just that they don't necessarily get it or they don't like it. But the key thing here is they may be jealous of you. They may, may be very, very jealous of what you're doing because they're not strong enough to make the commitment themselves. So for them to deal with their jealousy of you is to poke fun and be negative around you. And you don't need that shit either. And unless, unless you understand that they're coming at you at a place of jealousy and where you really want to turn the hand and help them achieve some of the things that you're helping, because that's a cool thing to do too, if you notice that and recognize that. But that one's a little bit more difficult to recognize, I think, sometimes than just people being a dickhead or being hateful. But again, a lot of people are just jealous. Like people in Drew's world, in my world, can look at us and just... Like for me, for instance, right? Like everything comes down to steroids. Ah, oh, you take steroids. You're eating steroids for breakfast. And it's like, 
do those comments come from a place of being a, a joking asshole, or, or is it because you're just that fucking jealous because you don't have the want to, the desire, the dedication to do the commitments that I've made in my life, which means no alcohol, chicken, broccoli, rice, consistently, every fucking day. Like, it's not the most glamorous thing. Like, it's not, I, I love the, would I like to have a slice of pizza here and there? Sure. I just choose not to because it's not in my goal set. Yep. And that can evolve too. And the next part that that actually goes exactly into, we've seen a lot of this as of late, is I'm not telling you that I'm the fucking expert in the world and everything nutrition. The thing right. is there's more than one approach. There's more than approach to nutrition, training, dieting, supplements, everything. The thing you need to keep in mind, especially from a toxic environment, even whether it be somebody on the internet, whether it be somebody that you know in person, be careful who you're taking advice from because I'll tell you right fucking now. Everybody is going to have criticism when you start toward a goal where you start with something mm -hmm. common-minded because everybody's going to want to give their two cents or they're going to try to shoot you down. They're going to have doubt, so on and so forth. But I want you to just take one step back, pause for a second. I'm purposely pausing here. Pause. And think. Is this – if you're taking criticism from somebody, flip it around. Is this somebody that you would come to for advice? If not, fuck them because mm -hmm. their opinion isn't worth the, the fucking toilet paper they wipe their ass with. It's just fucking opinion. You got to do what makes you happy, what your true goals are, and you need to support yourself and find people to support you because people are going to try to tear you down. Yeah. To that point, too, it's like if, if like within your circle of friends, but in the general public, too, and we talk about we all look for advice as well, right? Like if we're trying to achieve these goals, we want to make these life changes. We seek out advice from others, and sometimes we're getting advice from the wrong people, and this is – it can come – I, Drew, you deal with this more so than I do in terms of like the coaching world, um, which we're, we're going to do a whole episode, I think, on coaching anyway, because it's, it's that important. But there are a lot of people out there who are going to give you advice on how you should be because it, they tried, you know, it, it's because maybe they failed or they fucked up at it. And so they think now they can help somebody else be better. But most of the people who are, you're getting advice from probably aren't, don't have the credentials to be given the advice in the first place. So you need to be very selective in terms of who you work with, who you talk with, and who you actually seek advice from because everybody has what, everybody has what they think is advice. It's not advice. It's opinion, and half the times it's wrong. <laughs> and I'm not discouraging. Once again, this is very specific to groups, but anywhere out there, I love the culture we've established on self and Barba Brigade. I, I love that I was there from kind of beginning to help you launch that and continue to help grow it. And we let a motherfucking know. There's a lot of new people in there, and I love it. But sometimes I'm like, well, who the fuck are you? And yeah. they come in and they list like all this off-the-wall shit to somebody like, hey, I'm looking to build muscle. And they run off like 12 things. Bone broth protein, collagen protein, bone bone. egg whites only. Uh, it's just this random shit that's nothing to – like what the fuck? You just threw this laundry list of 12 things with no implementation, no background, no basic coverage. And what the fuck? Or if you have somebody come in for very – once again, um, if someone goes against the grain, I love discussion. I love science. I fucking love learning. I love being challenged. I love challenging people. If you come in and like – once again, the oatmeal example, come in like mm -hmm. oatmeal is toxic and like – Okay. Like once again, I'm not I'm not throwing you on the bus because you said something we don't agree with. I'm generally curious. Like, you need some substantiation because that's pretty out there saying right. that oatmeal causes like cancer. So it was like something extreme. Right. So at the same point, take a step back and even if you once again have in good hearted intention, come out and say, once I'm not shooting people down, bone broth protein, I'm I'm just hot on this right now, is is like the end all to everything. I'm like where the fuck are you getting this information? They cite some random website. Yeah. This It's not even a legitimate source as Bible. 
you're like, okay, interesting. Thank you for contributing, but let's look to the scientific data. And then enough people come out of the fucking woodwork saying that science is dumb. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, that has happened. Yeah. So this isn't a rant, but it's like understand who you are taking advice from, who the conduit is. And from myself, it's just like, hey, you know, not one person knows everything. Right. Multiple opinions are great, but that's the other point too. Too many fucking cooks in the kitchen ruin the recipe because everybody wants to have their input. And sometimes you have to follow one plan. If like, hey, um, okay, if somebody chooses to do say keto, for example, play true keto, but then somebody else doesn't know that and they say, oh, you need to increase your carbs. Okay, well then you have conflicting interests. It doesn't mm-hmm. work toward the end goal. So maybe sometimes pick one thing, stick with it, see it through. Whether that's with your plan or God forbid with coaching. The worst thing to do is if you hire a coach, do what the fuck they say. If you're going around asking all these other coaches about what you think about what their coach has you doing, either A, you have a fucking problem, B, you don't believe the process, and C, why are you asking that coach, why why didn't you fucking pay them to begin with if you respect their opinion so much over what the coach you paid for to do? I get that quite a bit. I I, I get people that will say, you know what, like, my coach has me doing this, but so-and-so's coach says I should be doing this. Why are you talking to so-and-so's coach? Like, you are paying money hopefully good money for a good coach. Listen to what the fuck they're saying. They went through the training. They've done the grind. If they're good, they're good. What somebody else is doing shouldn't concern you. All right. There's different goals here. And and this, I'm not trying to get off on a tangent here, but the people that you should listen to for advice are the people who listen to you to figure out what the fuck is that you're dealing with and what you're trying to do. If you throw out a, just a random question in one of our groups saying, you know, what should I do for this? You're going to get 400 opinions from people. And you don't know, especially in a digital platform, who you should take advice from, probably in that case, which makes it very difficult. So what I want to say is like for those of you listening who have questions on certain things that you want to answer, just be very careful on where you ask that question because you're going to get opinions and quote-unquote advice from people who should not be speaking on the topic or they think they know the answer because they've read a couple Google reports. That's, that doesn't give you the credentials to actually say these things. So, I mean, that's, that's the thing too. It's like, what they'll do or what the advice they'll give you is what worked for them or what they've tried. Like you and I have talked about this group before too. If somebody asked me like, how, how can I get like you? How can I look like you? My response would never be to do exactly what I did to look like, like to look how I do because how I do or what I did to look this way is not going to work for 99.9% of the people that are asking for advice. So, I mean, the people that you want advice from need to, be the best listeners on the planet in order to give you the absolute best advice that you deserve for you to achieve your goals. And that's exactly it. I mean, there's no one size fits all. I'm not going to turn this into a nutrition episode, but somebody says, oh, what about this? Or like, oh, what do you do? Like, okay, for example, like um, in certain situations with certain chemical components in play, having 60 grams of carbs from Sour Patch Kids about 15 minutes for training, such as using insulin, can be an amazing thing. Or if you're in a bulking phase, you utilize carbohydrates extremely well, that can be another application. If you're 50 pounds overweight at 30% body fat trying to lose some weight, you probably shouldn't have things like that in there because different things can be used as different tools. Mm-hmm. There's not a one-size-fits-all application. So if I see somebody said, hey, I need um, pre-workout energy, I'd have peanut butter and honey. I'm like... Who the fuck is this? What is that? It's not even answering the question. Right. It's like, hey, I need help with my diet. The price of tea in China is nineteen ninety five. Like, what does that have to fucking do with anything? Like, great. I'm glad you like peanut butter and honey for your workout, but that right. doesn't answer the question. How about this? 
hey, I'm not losing weight. I've been doing, you know, I'm getting frustrated. Oh, how many calories are you currently eating? How many grams of protein, carbs, fats? How long have you been doing this diet? Get a start there. It could answer hundreds of questions with that one thing. Like, oh, I'm eating 1,200 calories a day and they're fucking 300 pounds. Like, you might be eating too little calories. Let's right. start with that. So I don't mean to be anti-supplement, but sometimes before you supplement all this other shit, get the base built. Because yeah. like, what's it? It's not enough. Some people just don't know, you know. That's the basis too. Like you think about what we do and, and how the worlds that we came in. Like obviously, I have fitness informant. You came from a world of supplement reviews, and really, the, both domains and both platforms were stemmed from kind of what we've talked about today. Like the the abundance of toxicity and how we want to like get rid of that and try to be motivated and inspire people and this whole there's so many cooks in the kitchen giving the wrong opinion or the wrong advice like we wanted to create platforms of sources of truth backed by science backed by real fucking results not by public opinion and really at the end of the day like I saw you look at bodybuilding.com forms and it's all these fucking reps for all these companies cutting down other companies and saying this person should be taking you know BPI reps and they're saying you need to be taking one MR because it's the best thing in the world no it's not and here's why right like this is why I stemmed uh, this is why I created FI because there were so many opinions that were that were driven from marketing or driven from brands just trying to get a dollar from a consumer who works their fucking ass off to get that dollar and then they're taking advantage of the consumer like I've had I had enough of it and it's very similar to what you did at supplement reviews too like you wanted to give a consumer more of an open book look into what the real world of sports nutrition was like and then with you know to go a layer on top of that obviously i have the supplement review platform over at fi but more of the motivational aspect and trying to help people become better through training programs through nutritional plans that you do through the site like we really want to provide a place where we can say fuck the toxicity fuck this whole everybody has an opinion thing although it's good people can have an opinions but they they're wrong right a lot of people's opinions are wrong i see it every single day it's frustrating it's hard to police but that's why these platforms were stemmed, and you have to start from somewhere. Drew and I get that. We don't. We understand someone's going to ask the question, you know, what is the best? What's the best meal to take before bed, or what should I eat pre-workout? We get those questions are going to come, so we're never going to judge you for asking those questions because once upon a time we had those same questions. But what we want to do is provide you with the best advice possible without letting it letting you be uh, fucking biased by or being pushed towards something that's not right because. Somebody in their in their bedroom looked up something on Google that Jim Stepani wrote and said like this is what this is the best way to do it like this is the citrulline malate is the only form of uh, pump inducing ingredient you should have in a pre workout like fuck that get good advice and that's and I'm not saying Jim gives bad advice I'm just saying he gives one side advice and what you get with our platforms and what Drew and me what we're doing is. We're trying to give you a plethora of information from various studies, not just one study paid for by my fucking company. Fuck that. Here's, the, here's what science, unbiased, third-party science actually says about whatever the question is that you might have. We'll find it for you. First off, how fucking dare you? You just slammed Jim Stepani. You got the you best impression talk. of Jim Stepani. You have to talk like, like this. You have to pause unnecessarily and pronounce things like betaine, creatine monohydrate. <laughs> And just make things sound fucking French and inside a study has nothing to do with anything. Come on. I'm disappointed to the gills. You did not let that I'm not up. good at that. Now, without my tangent, and I'll finish this Stepani voice. Make sure you surround people that are positive influences. Toxicity makes your voice sound like this. So with that being said, my brother, I don't want to run too long in this one. We did have a bit of a tangent, but the point being, you have to start with your inner circle. You have to recognize toxicity. If you feel something is taken away from your goal, it could, once again, evaluate it. It may not, they'll make a snap decision, but if you feel something is not contributing positively towards your goal, 
rectify it. Yeah. That could be simply as, hey, and I'm really serious about this. I, I, I truly want to compete. I truly want to improve my health. And you don't have to compete with me. You don't have to do this with me. But all I ask is, hey, just just let me do it. You don't have to shut me down. And that brings us to the last point of this podcast, and it's going to be a good one here. Sometimes people are toxic, not on purpose, not because they are there. I hate the word fucking haters, not because they're hating, but because they may be unintentionally jaded. It may be someone that's tried to lose weight before. They didn't have the proper tools. They didn't have the resources that they do. And they failed. And like, oh, this is a waste of time. Oh, why would you do that? And because like, oh, I didn't lose weight. So they're not going to without saying that. Like, oh, that blah, blah, blah. Or you make them feel uncomfortable. I said before, I'll say it again. If you're actively doing something that somebody else wants to do or should have done, you're going to make them fucking uncomfortable. And that can stem toxicity. I'm going to preach that over and over and over again. Being positive can have a negative reaction because people are not going to like be comfortable with you exposing and or unintentionally calling out their lack of inaction or their lack of activity to correct and rectify the situation they're in. The hustle is real, dude. I mean, those of us who hustle and grind and, and fight for what we believe in and fight for the goals that we want, the others who have not been able to achieve what we've been trying to achieve or what we have achieved, it's, it's a point of jealousy, and that's where toxicity can stem from. And you're absolutely right. Like Drew said it best on a recent podcast too. When people around you are becoming quote-unquote negative – it's not necessarily because they hate you. They're jealous as fuck about what you're doing, and what you're doing is working. So if that's in fitness or if that's in your professional career, whatever it is, you're going to rub people in, in their eyes the wrong way. Not like you're not, you're not intentionally doing it. Like Drew and I don't go out in the world and say, I want to piss off the world today. But you just indirectly piss them off because they're so fucking jealous of your hustle, of your grind, of your want to, because they just don't fucking have what it takes to do it. And at the end of the day, if you're one of those people... And you look in the mirror and you, and, you rec and you recognize like you're one of those toxic people. You need to look deep inside you and figure out what the fuck is wrong with you and what's holding you back. Because there's no reason, no re there's not a single good reason on this planet that you should be a, 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 a fucking cocksucker to people. Like you should not be a dickhead to people. Like being nice is one of the easiest fucking things to do. And I think Mark Cuban said it best one time. Like the biggest trait missing in, in the world today is just being kind to people. And that can take place in fitness. That can take place in your career. And all it takes is just to be nice, help people, motivate, under, motivate others. And that shit can go a long way. And yes, to Drew's point, it's going to stem negativity. But you should not be the one fucking being negative in a situation. You need to be happy for people. And this is coming from two people who work in the sports nutrition world where nobody can be fucking happy for anybody. All right? This is, a, this is like a negative world completely. Anytime somebody does something successful, you hear the people all the time point the finger, and they're negative, and they're jealous, and then I don't get it, but I've always been one to be like, if I see somebody do something really fucking cool, I'm happy for them. And, and great point, Drew's employed by a fucking supplement company, and he's out here touting and singing the praises of companies that's not his for stuff that they're doing. That's what we need to be doing as a society, as a community in fitness, is uplifting and encouraging others instead of sitting here wasting our fucking time hating on others, or that word, I know you hate it, Drew, being toxic towards others. Exactly it. And once again, I'm going to segue into that in a perfect way is that sometimes it's, you don't have to be a fucking asshole because, you know, it's just it's a great point right there. There's some brands out there right now. They're fucking crushing it. And like I'm borderline like jealous. I'm like, God damn. I, sometimes I just like do a golf club. Like, that's brilliant. That mm -hmm. is awesome. You know, like you look at Ghost. People like here's a good example. I have this shit all the time. Not pointing 
buddies in particular, oh, we should do some cool flavors and protein. We should do this and this and then pick, oh, chocolate and vanilla are the top sellers internationally and across the board. I'm like, I'm not saying to get rid of fucking chocolate and vanilla, but you need some different flavors because people get tired of drinking fucking chocolate and vanilla. As being a bodybuilder, I can't fucking drink chocolate and vanilla. Oh, well, that's you. I'm like, well, how many fucking units of protein did Ghost sell? They sold out in a fucking day mm-hmm. on Chips Ahoy cookie protein. Clearly, that's not a traditional flavor. It works. It's all in the marketing. People are doing things against the grain. It makes others uncomfortable. Then people say, oh, they only sold a lot because they had branded ingredients. They only sold a lot because they had a branded flavor. Always an excuse. There's always a fucking excuse. Just because you didn't think of it first, I'm like, me, I'm like, damn it. That's brilliant. I love it. I'll recommend products that I like, even though they're, I have no association with them. I have no kickback. I have no involvement. They could be a competing brand. And I'll be like, that's fucking awesome. Because as one formulator to another, one brand person to another, I like seeing cool stuff be released. Mm-hmm. There's things I've made that never got released. I'm like, damn, that would have been awesome. And somebody else comes out with it. I'm like, awesome. Because that's what I would have made. Yeah. Like uh, another good example too, like Chris Waldron for Inspired Neutral. He has some kick-ass products, dude. He has a protein out there, that green. So this isn't product pitching. He does cool shit that does a different – it's doing basic products exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. And I have no apprehension of recommending that greens product on my clients. I use it myself. I'm a greens guy. Yeah. It, it, it works. It has good profile. I'm like if I were to make a greens product, this is something that I would make. And that's the approach I think a lot of people need to have in the industry because remember, it's not all fucking about you. You may want to chase a number one, but – Along the way, they're number one for a reason because they do things the right way or, you know, here comes the negativity. Oh, they have more marketing dollars. They da, da, da. I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah. The point being, toxicity comes in many forms. It comes from the industry. It comes from your family. It comes from friends. It may come from people closest to you or it could be the obvious person being toxic on the internet. At the end of the day, you have to sort it out. You have to right the ship, focus straight ahead, and decide on your ultimate goal. 100%. 100%. As we wrap this episode up, that's the thing. Again, the takeaway is – Reevaluate your inner circle. Reevaluate those who you associate associate yourself with, because again, the five closest people in your life are going to be the people that you're going to most likely be like. So if they are not successful, if they're negative, if they're toxic, chances are you're going to become that same way, and you're not going to achieve the things that you want to achieve because you allow yourself. You are allowing yourself to have that in your life. You can cut that and get rid of it pretty goddamn quickly. And if you have huge dreams, huge aspirations within fitness or whatever it is. Make sure you surround yourself with people that have similar aspirations, similar goals, and similar dreams, and it'll help tremendously. So that's why I hang out with people like Drew. I hang out with people like Chris Waldron we just talked about. And people who call me on the phone to bitch about another brand, I don't consider them friends. I don't even want to hear about it. To me, it's not even something that you should be calling me about. So with that said, make sure that you, you take a good look inside your inner circle, clean that shit up, and while you're at it, Subscribe to this podcast. Review this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, because this shit's going to keep going. We have a lot of great episodes in that are coming up that we already kind of gave away. We're going to talk about some more coaching stuff. Uh, we have some cool guests coming on that we're going to talk more about stuff within the industry. And if you have not listened to the previous episodes that we've already come up with, uh, there's been nothing but great feedback on it. And I think it really hits at home with a lot of people. So uh, we would appreciate the support that way. We're also on Facebook over at the Iron Jungle Podcast on Facebook. But the best way to support us really is to hit that subscribe button and write us a review so it helps up the algorithm. So that way iTunes gives us more love, Spotify gives us more love, and more people can recognize the truth bombs that Drew and I are dropping on a weekly basis.